Now, who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy. Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness, respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Traveling Pulpit family, you know it it goes without saying from the 118th Psalm and 24th verse that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Traveling Pulpit family, these are troubling times, and I know that It is not a reminder of the troubling times we are in, but it is more a preparation or an awareness of the times that we are in. We know from 1 Peter 5 and 8 that the devil roams around like a lion. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, be sober minded or be aware, be watchful, be on guard. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Traveling pulpit family, are you the one who is in the devil's mouth right now? There are so many who claim to be Christian, but are not actual Christians because they are so swayed by the world that they have no foundation of Christ in them, yet they use the word as a weapon to harm others with. But that same word that some will use to harm others with is the same word that that individual or those individuals will be judged by. You've heard me say on this podcast before, there is a book a book with written names and a book with no names. The book with written names are those that will be judged for the sins they committed because they had no relationship with God's son, Jesus Christ. But the book without names are the ones who have been vindicated, who have had their debt wiped clean, who owe nothing Because the debt has been paid in full by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the cross he bore on his back, by the nails he took in his hand, by the spear piercing in his side, by the tomb he laid in, and by the resurrection he got up from. We have been vindicated in Christ. But until that day, traveling pulpit family, we must continue to fight the good fight of faith, which is why Peter tells us to always be prepared, always to be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks for the reason for the hope that we have in Christ, because Christ is in you. He is in me and we must defend it at all costs. We must not let the devil devour us. We cannot be so strong in the flesh that we are weak in the spirit. 
We must stand firm against the schemes of the devil because he will throw darts at us. And if we don't have the shield of faith up, we will get hit by those darts and we will succumb to the wounds that we take because of the fiery darts. Traveling pulpit family, I want you to know that we must put on our armor. We must wear it daily. We must wear it on purpose because our enemy is roaming around like a roaring lion. You've heard me say before in this podcast that he's only roaring like a lion. He has no teeth. He has no claws. He has no hair. He has no meat on his bones. He's spineless. He's more afraid of you than you are of him. However, what he does is he uses the past against you. He uses the past of a person against you to wage warfare, to ruin your future by trying to destroy your present. God has given us the ultimate reward. It's called the present. The present is the opportunity to tell someone about the goodness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. However, there are those who are so strong that they're weak. They're so strong that they're weak because they know everything about God, but they know absolutely nothing about themselves because Christ has not done anything for them. And that's where they come find their problems with. That's where they come to find their problems with. Because they have no defense, they have not won the armor, yet and still they claim to know the word when all they know is the past. That's all they're concerned about is the past. We have become so weak, so weak in this day and time, simply because we are in the clay of the toes of the statue that Nebuchadnezzar to the dream that Daniel uh, interpreted for him. No longer are we in the clay and the, and the iron. We're all clay now. We're all clay. It's weak. The foundation is about to crumble. But if you have your foundation in Jesus Christ, The word will lead you in the direction that you need to make amends with those that you have issues with. But if not, then those issues belong to you and you alone. Because there is something that you went after. There is something that you sought to find. And Satan will allow you to find everything that you need to find in the past because that is where his strength is. And where his strength is, is in the past. It's there to destroy your future by disrupting your present. You cannot let him win, traveling pulpit family. You cannot let him destroy you because of past issues. When you came to Christ, you became a new creation because of the cross. The cross is what made you new. The cross is your defense. It is your reason for hope. 
It is your reason to tell someone why you have this hope. It's the cross. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. And we do not take lightly the wearing of the armor because Paul says, finally, my brothers, be strong in the might. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil, the schemes. Do you not realize traveling pulpit family that Satan wants you so bad that he's scheming against you to use your past as a weapon to destroy your future by disrupting your present. He's weaponized the past because that's all he has. He doesn't know the future. But he destroys the future by disrupting the present. That's how he operates. And there are so many unsober minded, drunken, drunken men who thirst on power and not humility. Who seek to harm and not to heal. There are so many men who are drunk with power that they allow Satan to drive the vehicle into the lake of fire and they don't even realize it. They allow it to happen because they don't wear the armor. They don't humble themselves before the Lord. They do not allow to allow the Lord to make them whole. Paul tells us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but flesh and blood is what's being used to fight against us, but we're not wrestling against it. Why? Because if flesh and blood is be, being used against us and we know that it's not flesh and blood that, excuse me, that we're wrestling against, that means we must have a relationship with Christ because I'm not going to fight my brother physically. I'm not. I'm going to fight him spiritually because that's where the fight is being fought. My brother is my brother. My sister is my sister. And I will not fight that physical fight with them. But I'm going to fight that fight spiritually because of it's not a, a, war, a war raged against the flesh and blood. But it's against the rulers, against the authorities, uh, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, Paul says, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and shoes as your feet, as, as for your feet, the readiness given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances. Take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, the shield of faith. And take the helmet of salvation, which protects your mind. The, sheet, the, the helmet of salvation protects your mind. Romans 12, 1 tells us to do not be conformed to the ways of this world, but renew our minds. 
Renewing our minds in Christ gives us a whole new outlook on our present so that we can enjoy and embrace our future with him. Take the helmet of salvation and put it on, brothers. Then take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. Do you not know, brothers, that taking up the sword of the spirit will strike a mighty fatal blow to the enemy? But it must be used in defense. That's why Peter says, always be ready to make a defense. We don't fight this fight on offense, brothers. We fight this fight on defense. We must protect ourselves. We must protect our families. We must protect our unborn. We must protect the, 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 the institution of marriage. We must protect the institution of life. We must protect the institution of what God has provided for us. That's the institution of our lives. It must be in Christ. It must be in Christ. It must only be in Christ. Otherwise, we stand to forfeit what Christ did on the cross. And he did not do that in vain. He didn't do it in vain. He didn't do it in vain then, and it's not being done in vain now. But there are people who will say, all that you're saying means nothing because I make my own rules. I do my own thing. The Bible in 1 Corinthians 1.18 says that the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is the power of God. Traveling pulpit family, do you believe? Do you believe because the word of God is going out to you today. Do you believe this? Do you not know that Christ gave his life for you so that you can have a right to the tree of life? So that you can, can receive that body that has been prepared for you. That glorified body, the one that, that, that Mary saw Jesus standing in. That she, when she saw him, she thought he was the gardener. And he told her to touch him not for he had not ascended to his father. But to go and tell the brothers, his brothers, that he is risen. Do you not know, brothers, that the games that the devil is playing is played in the past so he can destroy your future by disrupting your present? Do you not know that, brothers? It's a simple game to him. What it's called, it's called divide and conquer. That's what it's called. It's called divide and conquer. And I invite you, brothers. I challenge you. Not only do I invite you, I challenge you. Get into the word. See what the word has to say. See how the word can change your life. And then get back to me once you have read the word, once you have given yourself to the word. Once you have allowed the word to change your life, get back with me. Tell me how the word has changed your life, because some may have the appearance of strength, but they deny his power. Some may speak with the tongue of fire, 
but it is quickly quenched when the flesh is engulfed in things of this world. Brothers, there's no other way to say this. It's all a game to the devil. It's all a game to him because he does whatever he can to seek, kill, and destroy. Marriages, relationships, bonds, friendships, uh, parental relationships, even the relationship with Christ himself. He does whatever he can to, to, to destroy it. Whatever he can to destroy it. Why? Because he goes up against those who are weak in mind. Who are mouthy, proclaiming to be strong, but in the mind, they are weak. In the spirit, they are weak. And in the flesh, they are even weaker. That's who he's looking for. So I challenge you today, brothers. Who is strong enough to put on the armor of God? Who is strong enough to recognize when the lion that has no hair, has no teeth, has no claws, but only a roar is roaring? Who's strong enough to withstand that by putting on the armor of God? The Lord said there would not be challenges, but he did tell us to be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. And because he has done so, he has provided for us a way to overcome the world also. And that is through his cross. Why? Because he is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father but by him. So I end it with this traveling pulpit family. Are you ready to battle? Because the battle is here. And there is no need to tuck tail and run now. If you say you're a born again believer in Jesus Christ, are you ready to battle? Because the battle is here. Are you ready to put on the armor and go into battle? Brothers, I thank you so much for another opportunity. Traveling pulpit family, I thank you so much for another opportunity to come and share this word with you. You know, I really want to talk to the guys today. I really wanted to, you know, focus this message on men because we have been called to a greater responsibility. Yeah, we screwed up in the garden. We all know that the whole world knows that we screwed up. We were supposed to be the the head. But we ended up being the tail. We were the ones that were supposed to uh, stand and withstand, but we find ourselves tuck tailing and running. And it took for a man named Jesus to come and buy us back from our kidnapper at full price. Only to find that some have sold themselves back into slavery at half price. So I ask you, brothers, who among you that has been bought at full price is willing to battle? Thank you, brothers. Thank you, Traveling Pulpit family. I look forward to uh, doing this with you again on next week, if it is the Lord's will. Traveling Pulpit family, 